0: I think I need to do more of these because I really miss my mini episodes, but uh, so in a conversation today with one of my girls, we were actually talking about people that wish they had other people's food and it came up again today, me scrolling my, my newsfeed because this is actually a conversation that I have on the regular. Just because Instagram itself is full of food porn, of delicious treats and snacks and things that are, they they appear simple, but it just involves more ingredients and adding more variety into your diet. And the thing is, if you want results, you don't really want more variety because the more variety you have, the more likely you are to overeat. And the more delicious things are, the more likely you're going to crave them and overeat those. So there's a time and place for everything. I might have to do a post or a podcast on the hedonic pyramid. The hedonic staircase of eating. Because that's out there in the literature. Because there's hedonic want for food or the actual need for food. And the thing is, food is never about food, and it's okay to want food, even when you don't need it. But that's part of the conversation. Like, The problem is, there is an abundance of food out there, and that's why we have this obesity crisis. That's why it's hard for so many to maintain any weight loss. Because losing weight's easy, if you put your mind to it. And even easier, if you want to be a bloody goose or a donkey, and do some quick fad, because it's like, oh, it's just 12 weeks, I can do this, but then what happens after, you just go back to your old ways, even more tempted by everything around, because you've been so restricted for so long, (sighs) it's ridiculous, but the thing is, we are in abundance of food, there is no, I wish I could have this, or I wish I could eat like that, because you can, you are not physically unable to, But should you, should you right now for the goals that you have right now, should you right now for the circumstances you are in right now? Because the thing is, things happen in seasons and the more we learn to accept that seasons happen, up and downs happen, life happens, holidays happen and accepting that because the more that you restrict and deprive yourself during those brighter seasons, the more when work season actually kicks into gear, you're going to be living with regret and remorse and feeling like you're a slave to this health and fitness industry. So you need to accept that because it's a thermostat. It's like there's no like there's only on or off plan. There are different levels. Like, for example, when I'm on holidays, I don't care if I hit my fats and carbs the way they should be. As long as I hit my protein, I usually go way over protein. That's fine. But if I hit my protein and my calories, I'm happy with that because that's the level down of dieting I do when I'm away. And that's okay. And there are people that don't even want to track. So that's where they'll have like a meal plan template and they try to follow it. Or they choose their battles. They choose where they go and actually be. A little more free with their foods but the thing is you need to make the conscious choice of how you want to attack it when you are on holidays and you need to be okay with it because there is no room for guilt on the table you need to be okay with it and then trust yourself and have a plan in place before you go on holidays for when you get back in my opinion if you are new on your journey then you shouldn't allow yourself so much freedom when you're away. Because you haven't yet built a strong enough pillar, a strong enough foundation. But the stronger that foundation, that stronger that pillar, the stronger your insurance policy. like The insurance policy I call the foundational habits. They get the results. If you have that there, it is so much easier for you to return to when you get back. Because then you can actually put a plan in place before you go away. And that's the thing, like, there's an abundance of food there. But is it right for you right now? Because the more that you feel deprived, the more that you focus on what you can't have, you are not going to get the results you desire. Because digestion starts in your brain. And if you are in a negative mindset around dieting, your body will not respond the way it should be. And it sounds all voodoo, but it's actually true. Like your body, if it's in a stress state, it's not gonna be able to digest, to assimilate, to do what it needs to do. There are so many more components to the process than anyone allows to believe because they just want the easy way. They just wanna hack it. And that's why a lot of the time people struggle, they struggle hard to lose any more weight after the initial bout. Because it is easier at first, but the longer that you go, the more that you fall off the wagon and attempt, the same cycle of, oh, it worked before, I'll do it again. Your body is not in a good place to lose fat. It feels threatened and the body wants to survive. And that's why they call it starvation mode, but it's not. It's survival mode. Your body is built to survive and it will never relinquish fat or let you burn into your precious energy stores if it does not feel safe, so remember that. And that's why I don't have to do anything drastic to lose any weight. When I was doing my last cut for when I had to do my half marathon, which I'm not actually running anymore, I shifted focus and I don't want to run anymore. I easily lost, I don't care about the scale, just so you know, but it's just a metric for you to gaze your eyes around. I was actually happier with my body composition on the way down than I am now at the end of it all, because running led to me, even though I can eat more and maintain my weight, I lost a lot of muscle mass. So my body composition right now is not where i i guess i liked it more before i started my running even though i was this is why i say don't give a fuck about the fucking scales because i was 59 i think before i started and then without even trying and just changing my schedule around to include the running i dropped down to 58 and i was the happiest there so happy with my body comp i'm not happy with it now like i'm always happy at my skin that's just what i am like I'm never going to break myself and I'm not trying to change it. I'm just doing what I do, focusing on the process, lifting the weights. I'm not running anymore because if you focus on the process, the outcome comes anyway. If all you're focusing on is the outcome, <laughs> this is on the last podcast. Go listen to it. I don't want to make this long, but that's the thing. I was so much happier with my body at that heavier weight because my body looked better. The number on the scale doesn't tell me what my body looks like. It really doesn't. I was seriously happy at that. I was even happier at 57 on the way down. But now that I'm sitting at 55 and a half to 56 and a half, I'm not happy with my body comp. Even though I'm eating around 2,600 calories, 2,600, when I dieted down from 59, 58, all the way to 55... 0.2 Point 0.2 was the lowest I got. I was only eating 2400 calories. 2400. I only had to drop down 200 calories to lose all that much. If anything, the lowest I got to my food was 2300. And I just lost it within the time frame. I can't even remember because I wasn't caring about it. It was just happening. I wasn't even focused on losing weight. I don't even give a shit if I did. But my coach did. That was his plan. And I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what he was thinking. I didn't care, I just did what he, did, what he told me to do. Focused on the process. Because whatever the outcome is meant to be, it will come if I just execute. Anyway, that's just to say, because my body is in such a healthy position and I have not done strict dieting since 2017. When I was bodybuilding, and that was in March, the last time I did, 2017, my body's in a really good place to do whatever I push it to do, and that's the best place to be, but no one wants to wait that long, because hey, 2017, it's 2021, no one knows how to count in years anymore, everyone's freaking forgotten how to count in years, they count in minutes, they count in seconds, they count in days and weeks, and... 12 weeks and 16 weeks and months at the longest but they can't count in years and yeah there are times when I couldn't have other things there are times I had to sacrifice cereal not because I couldn't have it because hey I can go to the supermarket and buy cereal if I want to fit it into my plan because I can easily fit it in but I shouldn't because then I'm not going to be satisfied I won't be satisfied with my food there And then I'm not going to be able to perform. And then I won't be in a calorie deficit anymore because my energy output would not be the same because I will not feel full and satisfied. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk of Ruby. Anyway, hope that helped and ah, see you on the next podcast. If you have any questions, shoot them to me on specialist on Instagram or Facebook message me. Or if you're a client, just save this one because it is important. Love you. There's honestly nothing you can fuck up. It's life.